The following podcast contains explicit material and should not be listened to by anyone. Thanks for that burp, Kyle. Uh, this is... burp. <laughs> Try that again. Hey, everyone, it's Tuesday night. Welcome to the Extra Live Show. I'm your host, Kyle McCauley. Tonight with me, as always, I'm joined by the other Kyle, Kyle Penrod. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I meant to say what's up, <laughs> but I almost cut my finger off because I had this knife and I was like that. <laughs> so tonight we're going to do a, uh, a bit of a different format than what we normally do. Uh, in that, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna shut it off right here. Say <laughs> <laughs> us. Oh, man. Uh, we're gonna try uh, discussing one series uh, of games in particular this week, as opposed to kind of just going over what we've been playing, um, you know, throughout the week and everything. So uh, I figured the. First uh, set that we should do for this would be the uh, great Bioshock series from last generation. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me, my lover stands on golden sand and watches the ships that go sailing. Ah, it was it was alright. <laughs> Just alright. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Really? Nah. Uh, are you like? Nah, I'm being facetious. Totally, it's great. Okay. <laughs> I love, and it it was really unexpected for me too. Um, I love this series of games, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you like, should you not like it or anything of that sort? Like, that is, you know, you are entitled to your opinion, no matter how wrong it is. Um, <laughs> But you would be wrong in this case. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, like I've I I don't think I've really ever met that person who's like you know Bioshock didn't really give a shit for it. You know the the people that I run into. Hey, you're gonna have to get, forgive me for talking over you tonight because that lag is not working. That's all right. Um, don't worry about it. talk so over me. I, I didn't know if you were still if you were. I didn't know if it was my turn to talk yet. <laughs> I I'll let you God, know that's a dick turn. thing to say. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's your turn, jackass. Yeah. yeah. Can, I, can, I can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? like, go ahead now, shit face. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead. No, now, I, whenever I, <laughs> whenever I ask somebody, I'm like, hey, have you played Bioshock? They've either never heard of it mm-hmm. or love the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like seriously, like that big of a swing. Not that yeah, I tried it, I didn't care for it. I I I don't think I've ever met that person. If mm-hmm. you've played Bioshock, you've completed it and you like it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, obviously that doesn't hold true for everybody. That's just the people that I've run into. Yeah, they're freaking people on YouTube going to be like, I didn't like the series. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, so to be fair, actually, um. You know, Bioshock hit in like 2007, and I'm not gonna lie, like I 
like I had played it and I enjoyed a little bit of it, but I had no drive to really finish it uh, when I first played it all all those years back. Right. Um, I ended up not even actually playing it all the way through until like 2011 or 2012. Um, you know, getting closer to the, towards the time that Bioshock Infinite was released. So I was kind of that person for a little bit. Hmm. Well, I don't know. To be fair, though, that's kind of how you do your games, it's, though. It's, like, that's true. You don't like I. I I'm different because I mean, obviously, um, people know that uh, anybody that's listened to this knows this. I finished the game. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I actually, you know, what's funny. I I kind of wonder if that's a product of having to buy media in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted a game, you had to go out to the store and buy it and bring it home and hoped it all worked. And I wonder if that um, because I didn't have any other games. Any other games I had, I had already played. Yeah. So it's kind of like you got the new game, you played the new game to completion, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and now it's like, man, I'm tired of this. Let's go buy a different game. Yeah, yeah. Steam without even leaving your chair. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I think a lot of that is also, you know, just becoming a, a, an adult with a more of a disposable income, you know, and not like a parent telling you, you know, don't waste your fucking money, like. Right. End up like throwing money at games and games and games, and it's like I can buy as many as I want. And then you hit that point yeah, where you're like, true. I bought all that I could, and now I don't even want to play anything. Yeah, right. I haven't finished anything. Too much shit to play. <laughs> First um, world problem. You know, that's 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 just a that's a thing of getting old. I guess. I don't yeah, know. I guess. I'm not nearly as old as I, I was gonna say. I'll let you know when me. it happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, uh, I guess we'll we'll start this out, um, kind of going all the way back to 2007, seven years ago now. Ooh. Think about it. Um, back in time. Back in time. I'm I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Huey Lewis in the news. Don't right do it. Now. We'll get sued. <laughs> Damn it. We will get sued. We'll get sued. I really want to play the, the power of love. We didn't want any fucking money at all. We're still getting sued. Like, God damn it! <laughs> but damn you, Huey Lewis! Damn you! <laughs> Huey Lewis is my is the bane of my fucking existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll show you hit to be square, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, fucking Jew. <laughs> <laughs> is he Jewish? I don't have any idea. Probably. They're all Jewish. Probably, I don't know. Isn't the media run by the Jews? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) You were just like, yeah. Huey Lewis, Jewish. The power of Google will tell me that I'm right. It's the power of Google. Ah, it says he's he's American. Uh, Oh, well. American and Jewish? You can be American and Jewish. Is that true? Wait, that you can be American and Jewish? Yeah. Sure. There's lots of American Jews. I can't name any, but... I was going to say, name five. <laughs> John Stewart's uh, Jewish. Dude, it totally... Yeah, I know that. Um... <laughs> Actually, it's funny, because he... Google, you type in Huey Lewis Jewish... Four things down, yes, he's Jewish. Now, I'm going to type in 
not Jewish, and it's going to be like, Huey Lewis is not Jewish. I'll bet you anything. Actually, it doesn't say that. So he might be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Play his damn song. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not scared. All right. I got a knife his ass. <laughs> You're listening to the audio version of this podcast. The Power of Love will play right now. And not the whole thing, but enough of it to get a good joke in. So. Enough of it to get sued by the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and we'll, we'll travel back in time to 2007. Uh, August 21st, I believe, is uh, when uh, the original Bioshock hit. So My birthday. Was it your... Oh, dude, that is your birthday, isn't it? It came out of my birthday. That's how you know it's good. It came out of my birthday. And you were 26 then, weren't you? Something like that. Yeah. You're the same age that I am right now. Ooh. How'd that feel? <laughs> I don't even re- I don't even remember, dude. Seriously, I don't remember my my uh, my mid to late twenties. Mm. Well, I was married. You were, yeah. <laughs> I got married at twenty five, I think. Oh yeah. Well, do you remember the first time that you played Bioshock? Uh. Well, I mean, yeah, I remember I remember playing it for the first time, but I don't remember if I bought it new or not. I don't think I did. I I I've never really bought games new. Mm-hmm. So, so when you, sure I picked it up. When you say new, do you mean like when they first come out or like you bought it used? Cuz I know you're you're a PC gamer. Actually, you had to have bought it like a a quote unquote new copy in the sense that um you know, Bioshock was a 360 PS3 game. You never owned a 360 or PS3, so I'm right. assuming your first impression was, or your first uh, playthrough was on a PC, correct? Oh yeah, abs- yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I bought it like on, from like Direct to Drive or something. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they had it on sale or something like that, and I bought it. Um, I don't know, but it, but fell in love with it, man. Like I love, I loved that game. Um, like I distinctly remember like fighting my first big daddy in that game and, and getting just absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was difficult. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, no, that, that, um, I'm a bit fuzzy on, on details between one and two because it's been a while since I played. Yeah. Um. Obviously, obviously for this episode, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, obviously for this episode, I'm bringing Bioshock Infinite to the table. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just spoiler alerted our own show. Right. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Now they won't even wait till the end. I like, know. Oh, it's, it's over. Fuck it. us. Um. So yeah, the uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole uh, a whole lot to say there. Uh, you're the one that uh, re- that that went through and redid uh, Bioshock One and shit. So, well, but, yeah, I, but I just don't remember where I got it from and what, because that's the thing. It's such it's kind of an oddball series. I I don't really see that I would mm-hmm. that I sought it out. I. Yeah, I was gonna say like what what caused you to go oh shit Bioshock 
purchase. Like, I mean, was it just kind of like something you absorb through osmosis? Like, oh, I hear Bioshock's good. I don't know. Check this out. Or was it just kind of like uh, you looked at it and you're like, well, I like first-person shooters and this looks kind of interesting, so we'll check it out. And it was cheap enough. Or, I mean, like, do you do you kind of like? Can you remember that at all? Or yeah, I don't. Um, I'm kind of kind of doing some quick searching here and uh, um. And some old tax documents and stuff where I used to keep, like, my game activation codes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bioshock activation code from my direct-to-drive. So I definitely bought it from direct-to-drive. Yeah. Uh, so they must have... Because that was, that was around the time that I was playing, like, Guild Wars and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they probably just had it on sale. Well, if I, if I recall correctly from conversations that we've had uh, in the past and whatnot, I think you bought it probably, I want to say, two, uh, 2010, um, because you had bought like that and Bioshock 2, and yeah. I remember you told me that you played them back-to-back, so. Yeah. So, I mean, you did, but did you have any like prior knowledge to like what Bioshock was before you purchased it? Nope, not nope. at all. Um, Went in blind? I, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I looked up... I kind of looked up about the game, found it was an FPS, mm-hmm. um, learned about the styling and everything, you know, and was like, okay, you know, that sounds, you know, and and to, you know what, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm recalling that I picked up both of those games for something like t- for like fifteen dollars or something like that. So, okay, yeah. um. Because direct to drive used to run really weird sales. Like if you buy one game, then you get like money off of other games and shit. So, uh, which is probably why they're no longer in existence. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, neither here nor there. I you know I picked them up, but I I picked uh, it's one of those games you kind of picked up by accident, or I did anyway. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I'm sure I didn't intend on buying it because I knew nothing about it, you know, and I didn't know anybody that played it. Um, but, um, then I started playing it and then I started liking it and especially like the styling of it, how it's like old timey kind of kind of like, well, like the area you're in is like old timey kind of like forties kind of, mm-hmm. uh, but then like your attitude isn't, <laughs> you know, so well, yeah, it's got that that great like Art Deco type of uh, style uh, that you saw a lot in you know the the late forties, early fifties, yeah, um, you know, or that you see if you watch like uh, the nineteen eighty nine Batman film, um, <laughs> yeah, that was like fucking covered in Art Deco, but. <clears throat> Yeah, was, uh, the aesthetic of it was that was uh, one of my favorite parts of uh, the original Bioshock, and uh, I remember the, the first time that I played it was uh, this is this is back when I had a, I was living with like a roommate and whatnot ages ago, and I, this is the first year that I had my Xbox 360, and we had downloaded the demo, and if I recall correctly, the demo just kind of is the first like hour of gameplay so it starts off with you in the plane and the plane crashing and you go to the lighthouse and you take the bathysphere down you know and you kind of go through the first few sections of the game um, mm-hmm. in the demo and 
I like the first thing that stood out to me were uh, was the graphics, specifically the water and fire tech when you crash land. Um, which looking at it now, I mean, it's it's like meh. But yeah. in like 2007, and this like being one of the first years that I owned a next generation console, like that was fucking mind blowing, man. Like that was like the greatest thing I had seen up until that point. Um, you know, and yeah, I I can't like as far as my first impression, like that will stand with me forever. Um, that and the first time that you use a um. A um, a splice or whatever. What the hell do they call them? Splicer. Um, they. No, there was fucking. Well, the, no, the people plasmid. that plasmid. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's plasmids, and it's uh, and in infinite, it's um, vigors. Vigors, yeah. Uh, I don't know why they do that? Well, yeah. I do know why they do that, but yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, the first time that you use a plasmid, that was that was really cool because uh, you get the the electric the electricity uh, plasmid, and yeah, shock the, the water. Yeah, you shoot the water with like three splicers in it, and it you know kills them all and everything like that. That was that was really neat uh, at the time. You know, now it's kind of old hat. You know, it's like eh, yeah, yeah, I expect that from my games, but you know, at the time that was that was pretty fucking ground uh, groundbreaking in a relative sense. <clears throat> so. Um, I I did like how how it was like really creepy, mm-hmm. you know, um, and stuff too. Because you know you know me, I like that creepy shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, so I've always felt that Bioshock had like a really good uh, mood and atmosphere to it, but I've never found it like super creepy. Um, I've definitely felt the creepiness that you get from it, but I've like a lot of people that I've talked to. Or like, man, I, I had a hard time finishing Bioshock. It was so creepy, you know? I got scared all the time. I'd have to shut it off. I've yeah. never encountered that. Like, did you... Was no, that I weird? never thought it was overly creepy. Yeah. Um, you know, or too scary or anything, you know? like, um, And I've played games where... Uh, Doom 3. Um, where <laughs> I'm literally walking through the thing, like, cringing. Like, like uh, <laughs> like at my... T- Desk. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to go around the corner. I know there's something there. I'll oh, fuck it. Here we go. Ah, shit, he's there. <laughs> you know, uh, um, you know. So yeah, I mean, I've played games like that. Th- this is nothing like that. I mean, it's yeah. creepy, but it's not scary. You know, like yeah. gonna, gonna, you know, make you shit your pants or anything. So yeah, it's no amnesia or anything of that sort. Uh, I didn't find amnesia even that scary. But... <laughs> I'm a little creepy, but. You know, that's that's a different discussion. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I find uh, I find like one of the things that like the Bioshock series does really really well is putting you in a new environment and you know you enter a combat situation like let's say you you walk into a uh, um, like an apartment complex, you know, in, in Rapture. And you know, there's a couple of slices there. You kind of take them out and everything. And then you start kind of exploring around. And you find your, vo- uh, your voice recorders and everything of that sort. And then, like, after you've kind of searched every nook and cranny of this uh, area, 
you, you get to like the last room and you find a voice recorder and you listen to it. And I don't know if you were like me, but anytime I found one, I just kind of stood there. I didn't really walk around. I would just listen yeah. to the voice recorder. Just um, stop and do it because you don't want to trigger yeah. anything else. Yeah. yeah. And then like you finish that and then you start walking out. And then, like, all of a sudden, new splicers have shown up. But it's not like they've spawned and they're just waiting for you. It's like they do a really good job of, of like, writing in the code or the script of, like, them, like, they're coming in, they're seeing the aftermath, and now they're kind of, like, on the lookout trying to, you know, pick up any or scavenge any shit that's been left behind or see who, you know, caused the uh, destruction and everything like that. And it, it creates this, like, tension of, like, oh, you know, duck over here, hide. You know, I need to plan out my my attack here. Um, and I, it, it fucking it happened to me numerous times, especially in that first Bioshock. You know, you get to that last room, you finish looking around, you turn around, you start coming out, and you think the coast is clear, and all of a sudden, there's a shit ton of enemies just like waltzing around everywhere. You know, yeah. they're all like yelling the shit that they always yell. So I that's I think that's one thing that the uh, the Bioshock series in general does really well. Yeah, they definitely recycle areas very, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's that pretty well holds true to all the um, mm-hmm. all the, except um, with the with the exception of Infinite a, a little bit. I think because um, there was a couple of times where I left an area and then went back, and the mobs just straight respawned. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they weren't. You know, they weren't like you said, you know, like see see other bodies and like, oh, you know, like looking around, like already on alert. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just literally like start their little sequence and I just bap, 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 killed them all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, and, you know, shit, it's video games. <laughs> you can yeah. kind of start seeing them tearing at the seams sometimes, but yeah, I, that's, you know, and a lot of a lot of situations, you know, like most games, I find I find just kind of do that. They immediately just recycle the enemies, you know, and the enemies yeah. are on the same path and and so on and so forth. So that was kind of a, a nice little uh, extra that they threw that I feel they threw in for Bioshock, you know, the, right. that that attention to detail uh, that was really neat. So yeah, um, good. Kyle, do you have a favorite moment from uh, from the original Bio, uh, Bioshock? <clears throat> Well, see, that's the thing. Um, pretty much gonna have to play it again. <laughs> it's been it's been a while. Been a while. Um, I could definitely tell you, like, one of my favorite moments, and that was finally ki- was killing that uh, killing that first big daddy, because oh, yeah. I remember having a big problem with that guy, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I'm an idiot and I shoot a lot in FPS. Mm-hmm. So I was low on ammo, so I had to come up with like creative ways to kill him. Um basically, well, I mean basically what I did was just run around. <laughs> you know, I shot him until I was out of ammo and then kept running him around to um, you know, uh, while I picked stuff up and got enough got enough money to buy more <laughs> ammo, you know, so <laughs> Uh, it wasn't really all that creative, and I can't remember if you could melee in that game. 
Yeah, you could. Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry. You had the the wrench was one of your weapon options, uh, which was essentially your melee. So it wasn't so much there was a button specifically for melee. It was you equipped the wrench and then you were able to you know okay. attack enemies yeah. without using an ammunition of sorts. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that to him. <laughs> so he would have yeah. just killed you anyway. Right. Taking a wrench to a big daddy is is yeah. the equivalent of taking Not a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. No, that's not happening. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that that you know that first big daddy encounter. That's a pretty big uh, moment in that first game. Yeah. And oh, and when you get the fire, uh, yeah, when you get the fire because like you, uh, when you you finally oh, get plasmid. it and you yeah the 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 fire plasmid mm-hmm. um you you know you're like oh fuck yeah and you like immediately turn around and go back to the ice area and you're just like yeah. <laughs> set everything on fire to get all the shit that you saw in the ice yeah yeah I do remember doing that um but yeah like I said I fuck man we should have given ourselves more time so I could blast through the first two <laughs> again but yeah yeah you know. As I honestly like preparing for this episode, the little preparation that I was able to do, like I really want to go back and uh, at least play Infinite again um, because I've I've played a lot of uh, the original uh, over the years, specifically the the first you know couple hours. That's I always seem to play those. Uh, something comes up and I never finish it, and then you know when I start again, I'm like, well, I may as well start from the beginning. So I've done that first part a billion times, but uh, right. yeah, I mean, just kind of like diving into the the lore of Bioshock is making me want to kind of get back into it. Um, oh, yeah. Probably, I mean, honestly, one of the, one of the best uh, stories in a video game of you know the last couple of years. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing I will say, dude. The game is really set up more like uh like a movie mm-hmm. uh, i mean especially since you get two parts where you lose control you you can do nothing except i mean you can look around a little bit but who wants to do that because you're just going to not be looking at what they want you to look at yeah. at that point you know so like there's there's definitely parts where you you know the game takes over and shows you what it wants to show you mm-hmm. um you know which is cool um, it it doesn't it doesn't do it too much, and it doesn't do it for too long, you know. Which is something that like games like Final Fantasy have yet to figure out, you know. That <laughs> right when you first fire up the game, you don't want to be watching the thirty minute cinematic. Yeah, you know. Um, so you know that's the you know there's that, and um. Mm, yeah, that's all I got for there. Um, I I've thought for sure, dude. I've been doing that so bad lately, dude. Like, not really having a second point, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, like you set up your then, uh, your trying, points, and then you kind of get through. Sorry, yeah. no, and then trying to come up with one, you know, yeah. like, uh, and then I feel like an idiot. So. That's all right. I do it all the time. So you're, you're at least. You're in the company of other idiots. Yay! Yay! Um, well, I mean, and speaking to the the lore of uh, uh, Bioshock, uh, I would say like my favorite moment from that that original game was 
specifically the encounter with Andrew Ryan, um, which, by the way, uh, just in case if you haven't played Bioshock 1, 2, or Infinite, uh, we are going to spoil, uh, spoil those games. Uh, granted, Bioshock 1 and 2, 7 years old, 4 years old, like, you probably should have played them by now, but Infinite, you know, came out only last year, so if you haven't played it, like, maybe drop off the last half of this podcast, uh, go finish it, and then come back. So, but just want to get that spoiler warning out of the way first. Um, but one of my favorite moments in the first Bioshock is the encounter with Andrew Ryan and kind of the, um, you know, the realization of everything that's been happening thus far. Um, specifically, you know, that you're Ryan's illegitimate child, that you're being controlled by Atlas, who is actually Fontaine, and the whole would you kindly... Um, Holy shit, dude. Oh, no, did you forget about it? forgot about would you kindly. <laughs> God damn. I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because every time he said would you kindly, you had to do it. Yes. You know? Yeah. <sighs> yes. And, it, you know, it all culminates to that, to that part with uh, Ryan where, you know, he... He has his golf club in his hand, and he puts it in your hand, and he tells you, he's like, a man chooses, and a slave obeys. Now, would you kindly beat me with this club? You know, and he's like, he's telling you to kill him, and he, he like, he keeps telling you with the, would you kindly, and you just keep hitting him, and he just looks at you in the eye, and does his, a man chooses, and a slave obeys. <laughs> you know, it's a really powerful moment. Um, you know, and honestly, I kind of wish the game would have ended, you know, there or around there, because after that, it goes on for about another quarter of the game's length, and it kind of putters out, you know. But, yeah. I mean, you can't always end on a strong note. But, um, God, I mean, that's it's a really strong moment for that, for that whole game right there. So... And yeah, just that revelation that... And it, it's almost weird how they did it in this... In that, like... It's kind of drilled into your brain at that point because you hear it so much. You hear, would you kindly, would you kindly, would you kindly, would you kindly. And then, like, the twist happens and it seems so obvious, but right. you weren't thinking about it, you know? Well, it's one of those nuance words, you mm-hmm. know, or, or or not really word, you know, phrases. You know, like, people say like all the time. Yeah, you know, it would. It's like ha- you know, it would be like having a and not, not saying the word like like it's supposed to be right. like, like using it like I just did. You know, <laughs> um, it would be. Uh, and now I'm going to be doing that the rest of the podcast. Oh, it's okay. Just please don't pay attention to what I say because when I edit this podcast, like that's all I hear. I know it. It you only hear your your <laughs> own shortcomings. I know. I hate it. Um. But you know when people use use words like that, you dismiss it because you hear it so much. It mm-hmm. it, it would be like having a you know some kind of hip, hypnotic uh, trigger in your mind for that word. Mm-hmm. You know, and every time you heard it, you had to like I don't know do something stupid like cluck like a chicken. You know, like you'd be constantly <laughs> be clucking like a chicken. Yeah. You know, so um, and and would you kindly is a phrase that somebody could say a lot, mm-hmm. you know, well, especially this, um, you know, this Irishman 
who's like talking to you over the, uh, the radio like the entire game like it just it sounds like it's part of his vocabulary exactly you know? he doesn't it doesn't sound out of place when he says it mm. so it's just kind of like when he's like would you kindly you just like that's what he says you know yeah. that's just the way that's that's the way he talks um, yeah you know, it's not until the it's not until the end of the game when that revelation is made mm-hmm. that you're being controlled through those words, you know, and and that at that point every time they're said it takes on a sinister note, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because like now you you have to do it, you know, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely forgot about Would You Kindly. God damn mm-hmm. Did you ever find the uh, uh, the voice recorder in uh, Bioshock One that that happens after you find out the big revelation and everything like that? Uh, it's like the voice recorder that one of the scientists had left. I forgot what the hell his name was, but it's essentially you as a child, and he's like telling you to kill the puppy, and he's like, "But I, I don't." Or you, you as a child, I don't want to kill the puppy, and he's like, "Would you kindly kill this puppy?" And then you hear, you know, a a neck snap and a dog like yelp and everything. It's fucking dark. Uh, I can tell you with absolute certainty that I did not find that <laughs> find that voice recorder. Okay. Um, Dude, because uh, I would have flat out cried. Dude, I I don't like it when uh, right. when people kill dogs, dude. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would have that would have been horrible for me. I'm I'm gonna have to see if I can look that if I can look that up on YouTube to hear that audio. But I'm pretty sure I didn't find that. Oh, dude, I'm sure if you went to like the the Bioshock wiki or something like that, you could. Probably, oh yeah, they're gonna all be listed. Yeah. You could find that and get the audio from it. So mm-hmm. if you wanna if you wanna not sleep tonight, that's a good way to do that. Yeah, no shit, right? Um, Who needs sleep? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. When that and that was another thing that uh, that this the entire series does pretty well. Um, although I think it, you know now in 2014 it's getting a little outdated, but the uh, um, the word I'm looking for the hell's it called uh, the mechanic of telling the story through voice recorders that are scattered throughout the level and everything uh, that's something that the series has done really well. Um, once again, though, I think in 2014 we're starting to get a little dated on that practice. We, they really need to kind of step up their game in that department. So, that's personal opinion, though. Right. So, uh, with your favorite moment out of the way, do you have a do you have a least favorite moment from the first Bioshock? Now it's that one where you find the recorder and he kills the puppy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my moment, not yours. <laughs> well, now it's mine. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. I. Uh, I feel like a shit because I didn't look up. That's all right. I kind of I kind of remember on these at all. If you can't think of anything off the top of your head, don't worry about it. Or we can always come back to it. Least favorite. Hmm. Yeah, it's been about four or five years since you've played it. Yeah. Um. I got I got nothing coming to mind really. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, can I tell you mine, and uh, maybe you might have something to say about mine? Yeah, bring it on. What How about uh, all those hacking minigames and such? Really? Yeah, the, the pipe maze. Like, okay, so the early parts of the game, 
the hacking maze or the hacking mini games I was all right with. Not like kind of fun, kind of you know, not that big of a deal. I was I was okay with them. Uh, late game, super fucking annoying because it just got harder and harder. And you know, didn't you get to upgrade to make it easier? Yeah, but give I, yourself I, more time or something. Yeah, I mean, you get the it slows it down. It gives you more time. This, that, and the other thing. But honestly, like the difficulty is still up there. Um, and it's just kind of like, I'm so close to the end of the game, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to hack this stuff. And I guess in a roundabout sense, you don't necessarily have to, but at that point I had gone so long hacking everything, I wasn't about to pay full price for stuff. Are you well, kidding? yeah. Fuck that. Um, you know, but... I, did the hacking get you, it, it just lowered the price on things, right? Okay, so, uh, if you use it on uh, vending machines, it would lower the price on items uh, or ammunition that you what, bought. What was it? The circus of values? Yeah, the circus of values. Yeah, you heard that all over that oh, game, man. man. Holy uh, I'm jumping ahead here, but uh, I was playing Burial at Sea, the DLC for Infinite, and the yeah, I heard that. Oh, in there too. oh man, I heard it, and I was like, it fucking came rushing back to me. Like, I know, dude, it's nuts. Oh god. Uh, actually, fun tidbit, that's uh, Ken Levine's voice. Ken Levine is like the main writer uh, and director of the Bioshock series. Oh, okay. So, um, but on the vending machines, you know, it lowers the price. Uh, on the turrets and whatnot, it turns them friendly. Right. Um, and the security cameras, it turns them friendly, everything like that. You know, so... Yeah, just... Uh, late game, man, those became super annoying. And then specifically the safes. Uh, the, the safes, the safe uh, hacking minigame was the same, but it was a little bit smaller. Um, and I found myself in a lot of situations where, you know, in later game they would add the things that would, like, they were, like, broken pipes, so you couldn't, you know, you couldn't use those, or they would have, like, bombs in them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, so many times I would find myself in situations where, like, the game had randomly programmed it to essentially create a wall, you know? So, like, I was, like, trying to hack in, realized it's a wall right there, and I'm like, well, I can't fucking do anything, you know? And now I'm going to either take a hit on health or it's going to set off an alarm. So... That was, you know, probably one of my least favorite moments. So I had another uh, least favorite, but I'm going to save that for Bioshock 2 because it actually happens a lot more in Bioshock 2. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't really say that that, uh, that that bothered me in that game. Mm. More, it, it more so bothered me that you just had to do it so often. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and like you said, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not about to pay full price for shit, yeah. you know, especially, especially when you have all the upgrades to make it, to make the hacking easier for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, but I, as far as like playing, as far as that little mini game in order to hack it, that didn't really bother me to do that much. And I don't recall ever coming up against any that, uh, I, that you, that were impossible. Mm-hmm. I always thought they, uh, I thought they were all possible. It's just, you know, how quickly can you drop the little pipes onto the thing? Yeah. You know? so. uh, I, I do distinctly remember there was one or two that would come up impossible. I mean, it, it wasn't something that really? happened a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, but I know that it happened more than once, um, and it may have happened more than once on one playthrough. And I was like, seriously, what the fuck? 
So <laughs> that that caused a lot of rage in me. <laughs> so. Blues, 20th century blues. They're getting me down. Who's escaped those weary 20th century blues? Why, if there's a god in the sky, why shouldn't he grin? High above this dreary 20th century din. In this over your overall thoughts on everything. Like, where did this, where did the the taste of Bioshock leave you? Well, i i played I played them back to back, so um, I mean, it was like, all right. Uh, I mean, I didn't really think about the game that much. Like, I completed it, and I was like, all right, next one, and I went right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I like devoured them both in a weekend or something like that. Because you know me and that binging, man. Um, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I know you. But uh, the thing is, is um, pretty much everything that I'm recalling about Bioshock, mm-hmm. I'm recalling the first one more than the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm not gonna have uh, I'm not gonna have a lot to say about the second one. So that's right. Did you yeah, play right. it? Uh, so yeah. I haven't, uh, so I've played it, uh, but I haven't played all of it. I've only made it about halfway through. Right. Um, I, so I got it free through uh, PlayStation Plus uh, a while back. Uh, I didn't start playing it until relatively recently, like I want to say right before Infinite came out, or like right after Infinite came out. And I was like, I want to play Bioshock again. Um, and I I got about halfway through, and uh, I like. I kind of got stuck on a part, and then I was like, well, I'm going to take a break for a minute. And then my Plus uh, subscription lapsed, so I don't have access to the game until I re-up. And I haven't gotten around to really caring about re-upping lately, so it's just been kind of sitting in limbo, you know? <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, like I kind of want to go back and finish it, but it's not at the top of my to-do list at really? all. You know, yeah. See, I I know I've completed it because just before we started the podcast, I looked up the endings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and um, I did. I definitely recognized the 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 last ending that played on the video that I watched. Yeah. Um. So I know I completed it. Um. It's uh, it's actually killing me that I can't really recall <laughs> much out of it. Um. I, I do. I do remember that it was easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I remember finishing the game, thinking, "Well, wow, that the gameplay on that one was a lot easier." I thought. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I mean, the the, the first one was definitely more menacing, uh, especially like the big daddies and stuff. Oh yeah, and that's that's right at the end of well, should I should I spoil it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not. It's, you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you spoil it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, at the end of two, you you become a big daddy. Um, you like because you get put in a suit. Wait, I uh, and we were having this issue before we started the podcast. I think you're remembering the end of one again, uh, because at the beginning of two, you are a big daddy. You're uh, 
uh, what the hell was it? You were like Delta or some subject Delta or something like that. You were like, no, one, that was two. At the end of the first Bioshock, you become a big daddy. Fuck. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I didn't get to the end of Bioshock yeah, two, so maybe you become a big daddy again. But I'm pretty sure you started off as a big daddy, so that's kind of a lackluster. All right, you know what? You know what? What? I'm playing it. You, okay, you're gonna play Bioshock right 2. now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's really fucking killing me, dude. I, I, I don't know why, and, and that's really weird. Why, why am I recalling one so much, and then that's under the category of Bioshock Two? I honestly, it's probably because you played them back to back, and I mean, not, not a huge slight against two, but I mean, two is probably the more forgettable. Yeah. Uh, of the two games, so you know, I think you're kind of lopping. The fact that you played them back to back, you're just kind of, you know, taking a lot of your experiences from one and like expanding it over the two games. But <clears throat> yeah, I, I so what I what I have played of two um, is a bit of a disappointment, but not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, I had read a lot of the reviews when it had come out and everything of that sort and you know it had some it had some issues and it it had a lot of the you know like rapture was really cool the first time and then you go back and like not much has changed you know it's just kind of the same old thing uh which it's it's the it's the age old like issue of like well it's more the thing that i liked so that's good right and it's like yeah but i wanted more and new and different. So, and I, I feel like Bioshock 2 <clears throat> didn't really deliver very well on the new and different aspect of it. Mm. So, but I did enjoy what I played, and I, like I said, I do plan on eventually going back and finishing it, but it's definitely not at the top of my to-do list. Uh, I do like the fact that they changed the hacking minigame to be a little more quicker. Um... Now you you know uh, shoot it with a dart, or if you get up close and you start to hack it, it's just like a little uh, little meter. It goes back and forth, and you have to like stop it on the blue part or oh, the yeah. part or something like that. Um, you know, just kind of helps speed the process along. Um, didn't really like the weapon choices in two though. Um, don't really care for the drill. Uh, don't really care for the rivet gun. And I can't really remember. Like I'm sure the other guns are pretty standard, but um, the the mere fact that like a lot of your base weapons just kind of suck, I wasn't really excited about that. Um, and then my least favorite moment, and this was the thing that had happened in Bioshock One that I went ahead and saved for this one because it happens a lot more. Uh, is protecting the little sister while she extracts the atom, and all the slicers are like coming in. So it's like a horde mode essentially. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I hated that in uh, towards the end of the first one uh, when you you know get the big daddy suit and you're getting ready to go. Uh, you're getting you're making your way over to Fontaine or whatever. Um, I I hated that sequence. You know, I I hate any type of like escort mission type of deal. Um, and Bioshock 2, I know I've done it at least two to three times, and it's just like, fucking come on, man, don't do this to me. Don't don't put me in this situation. 
let's just continue the story along. So, can't say I've had a really uh, a favorite moment just yet on Bioshock Two. So, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you'll you'll have to forgive me. I know I'm being really quiet. I I'm looking up videos of uh, Bioshock Two. I dude, I'm totally recognizing the gameplay and everything, mm-hmm. and um, so. God damn it! I know I fucking played it. I'm just crisscrossing my memories, yeah. dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, you know. That being said, in that respect, I, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're you're back in Rapture. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the same. You know, like you said, it's the same old. You know, it's kind of the same old thing. Not really much different. So. Um, you know that's probably why I'm having such a problem right now with that, but um, but I don't recall it being really bad. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. You know, um, and it well, it, and it's because if it was bad, I wouldn't have. Yeah. I I would have been like, fuck this. Oh, it's know. it's one of those situations where it's it's not a bad game. It's it's a competent and well made game, but its predecessor was such a phenomenon that it didn't reach the same level so therefore like in context it's not as good you know i mean i like i'm sure that you can agree with that that bioshock 2 is not as good as bioshock 1 did we lag out no i'm right here did you not hear what i said I did not hear what you said. God damn it. I said I'm sure that you can agree that Bioshock 1 is or Bioshock 2 is not nearly as good as the uh the first Bioshock. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Uh the the well, I mean, the well, the first the, the the first of anything always has the newness and and the, I've never seen this before and you know, whether you know, whether it be the graphics or the you know, or or the you know, like the style of the game and everything, yeah. you know, like, um, so yeah, it, it was, um, the first one of anything is plus they ha- they put more time into, it's called a sophomore slump. Yeah. Second one, you know, um, it, it happens with, you know, like, uh, musicians a lot, you know, their first album is amazing because they spend so much time on it, mm-hmm. uh, to make it, to make it perfect. But then the second one is, they crank it out, uh, you know, faster, and it's not so good. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, uh, it also should be noted that uh, now that I think about it, uh, Bioshock 2 was actually developed by a different developer than uh, Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Um, Irrational Games did both uh, the original and Infinite, and uh, I want to say it was 2K Marin uh, did Bioshock 2. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. So, uh, different developers, um, you know, not necessarily means lesser quality, but it's not the same core team Come that on. you know drove the uh, the success of the first one. So, uh, okay. I mean, once again, they made a, a really competent game and a good game at that. You know, to boot, uh, just it's it had a lot to live up to. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard to live yeah, up to those kind of standards. So, yeah. um, 
one funny anecdote on Bioshock 2, and I think we'll move on unless you have anything else. Um, when I first started playing uh, and you encountered the big sister, uh, who is essentially like the slimmer, more agile uh, big daddy boss, the if I, the character that you play, Subject Delta or whatever, he's looking for the little, the little sister that he is like linked to, uh, who is Sophia Lamb, the antagonist. That's her daughter, mm-hmm. and um, she's been missing. And you've been like passed out for ages or something like that. And you wake up, or it was like ten years or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was weird. Um, but you go looking for, her and like the first. The first like hour or two, you keep encountering this big this big sister who keeps coming in and like fucking your shit up and everything. And I like right away I was like, oh, she like Eleanor's the big sister, you know? That's right. gonna be the big twist at the end. And then like you have a big, you have the fight with the big sister and you kill her. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that that kind of turned my theory on my uh, on its head. <laughs> so maybe I was wrong. Maybe you know this is something else. And then like you have multiple fights with multiple big sisters, and I was like, I kind of wish it was the first one because these fights are kind of fucking hard, and I don't like doing them. <laughs> I want to do the other things. So, right. um, you know, but, but there's always the thing though with uh, with this this game series though, um, you know, the with the plasmids or the uh, vigors, or the vigors, you know, um, the shock one. Mm-hmm. The electricity one is mm-hmm. OP as shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't upgrade any of the other ones until you have the shock one completely upgraded as much as possible, because you can constantly stun enemies and shit, and then just peck away at them. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it, it, you know that to, I, for for my money, dude, that's the one I use the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, the the fire one's cool, but yeah, the electricity one's cooler. You know, <laughs> so Do I like the uh, freeze one. Yeah, the uh, the freeze one. Uh, you would turn your, you know, you turn the enemies into ice and everything. You smash and, them. Yeah, you just equip that wrench. Boom. Yeah, they were done. That was pretty flat. Good. That was always pretty cool. So, yeah. uh, any other thoughts on Bioshock Two? Mm, obviously not, considering I can't get the get them straight. Can't fucking remember anything from can't it. Can't fuck. <laughs> well, you know, every saga has its uh, downer ending. Yeah. Uh, in its second chapter, and then triumphantly, some would say, returns with its third offering. And yeah. in this case, this is like the worst segue in the world. In this case, it is Bioshock Infinite. Yay! 
So <laughs> the one that I remember very well. <laughs> Cuz I just I just played it. Oh my uh, god. So I played this uh last year uh around July I think it was. Um and it came out in March. So uh my memory although still really well um is a little fuzzy on it. So Kyle I want to get your experience on all of this. Mm. Um, specifically, <laughs> you sound like you had a list just then. You're like specifically. Specifically, specifically. Give me, give me your thoughts. What are your thoughts on uh, Bioshock Infinite? Oh, okay. I, um, I first got this game and I was like, all right, play me some fucking Bioshock. What? It's not in Rapture. What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Walked around for a little bit. Exited the game, never went back till until a year later. <laughs> Seriously, um, and it's so funny because like my save game was before you actually start. By the way, fuck, it, this is gonna be riddled with spoilers, and I'm talking about the ending. So, oh yeah, we were uh, here. Yeah, don't worry. No, I'm doing it again. Okay, just All remember. Right? If you don't want to hear it and you listen beyond this point, it's on you. I don't care. Um, anyway, so like it was like, I hadn't even started like the, the little lottery thing that kicks off the, um, the events, the, you know, that kicks off the events of bio, uh, Bioshock infinite, you know, mm-hmm. like I hadn't even gotten that far <laughs> in that game yet. Um, uh, before I, you know, I put it down, but it was something about like, I don't know. It was something about not being in rapture again. I didn't want to give Columbia a chance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For some reason, um, but uh, uh, <laughs> I'm really glad that I did because Bioshock Infinite is probably my favorite one. Um, out of, you know, out of all of them, the um, uh, the story. Oh, great, dude! Like I can't even I can't even uh, articulate how how good the how good the story is. Like you don't you just don't see it coming. None of it, you know, because, um, like, the, um, um, you know, the fact that, you know, the, there's the, you know, the whole multiverse thing, and you're, in some of them, you're Booker, and other ones, you're Comstock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No fucking way did I see that coming. And at one point, Booker tells uh, Elizabeth that, he, that she's Comstock's daughter. You know, and it's like, yeah, you're not too far off base there, you know. Um, but it's kind of like one of those, you know, mm-hmm. nose kind of things. Mm-hmm. But um, the, um, I mean, I know I got a lot of notes written here, but the, I'm not going to say this for no, it's, it's I'm enjoying this like stream of consciousness, like just like thinking and talking <laughs> about it. Um, I will never not play uh, a game uh, from 2K Games. Mm-hmm. Like instantly, ever again. Like as soon as I have it, I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the 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 envir- the environment is rich, um, y- you know, and like, dude, it's so awesome. And again, you you know, Hold save on. all the little, huh? Hold on, you you lied down a little bit. Start again. Oh, it's okay. so awesome. Um, it, it it's just. You know the environment is just you know so good looking and stuff. You know, I did notice like the um, the people, mm-hmm. um, like 
like as you're doing like the lottery thing to start the events and everything, mm-hmm. like the women, their heads are too damn big mm-hmm. for their bodies. You know, they look really funky. Uh, but I guess it was supposed to, it was by design. Yeah. Um, um, it was supposed to be weird looking like, uh, like there's something off about this. Place, yeah. You know? I will. I would say that, uh, even in the original, uh, Bioshock, like the, the design of the people is a little cartoonish, like not too outlandish that it just doesn't seem real. Um, but it's definitely, it's stylized a certain way that it's not hyper realistic. Right. So. I, I remember, yeah, I just, I remember taking note of that going, what the fuck is wrong with that bitch's head? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I've heard some people don't like the, um, the combat, Mm-hmm. And and stuff in uh, in Bioshock Infinite, I didn't have a problem with it. it. And that was like the weirdest thing to me. Uh, in that, like when the game came out, that was like a big complaint that it had. It was like the combat's pretty fucking boring, you know, but the story's really good. So you just kind of keep playing. And like I had a fucking blast with the combat. Like yeah. I, it was like extremely refreshing, uh, especially for a first-person shooter. Um, and then, you know, like the skyline and the tears, like kind of added an extra element to it. You know, I had like a blast with it. You know, I think it was a, the best in the series and B like the best, like single player, single player, uh, combat experience that I had had in a while on a first person shooter. Right. You know, um, the the only the only little nuanced thing that I uh, that I can say about like like the gameplay mm-hmm. is that the keybinds were a little clunky. Like the default keybinds are kind of stupid, mm-hmm. you know, because like V is your melee, mm-hmm. and it, dude, there's no way that you're gonna t- turn button to melee, yeah, or your strafe button to melee, yeah. You know? So like you, I kept trying to hit it with my. Uh, ultimately, I had to rebind. Uh, but you know, whoopty ding, you know, like you click a few buttons and your your rebound, and there you go. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and you can only have two guns, mm-hmm. whereas you could have however many guns you wanted in the other guns. ones. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was that was kind of. Uh, it kind of sucked, but I was kind of okay with it, only because like a lot of modern games do that. They limit you to the uh, the two guns, right? Halo model. Um, so I've kind of gotten used to it, but I like I've gotten to the point now where it's like, why can't I just carry all the guns? Like, let's be serious yeah. here. I'm playing a video. I'm playing a video game. Just give me all the options, you know. Well, especially for me, like the parts where I ran out of fucking ammo. Yeah. You know, like ah, that was a pain in the ass. Um. Yeah, that was that was kind of annoying. As far as the keybinds, uh, you know, it, it was it was actually it was kind of weird because uh, I played when I played Bioshock Infinite the first time I played through on controller um, on my TV, and uh, even the controller was a little weird in that, um, and it was similar to the, how the original Bioshock was laid out on the controller and. Uh, your left your left trigger was your left hand or your plasmid, uh, and your right trigger was your right hand or your gun. Uh, and I had gotten so used to you know playing Call of Duty and everything of that sort that like aiming down the sight was kind of like how I did it. 
or did everything. So immediately, you know, I'm trying to just like left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, you know, while shooting. And it just, it wasn't making any sense. I would have to like click in the right stick. So I had to change the key binds on that. Hmm. Um, when I started to replay it recently for burial at sea, uh, right before we did this podcast, I was like, well, keyboard and mouse. Cause I've kind of gotten used to that. And I assumed that it would be pretty standard keyboard and mouse controls, and it wasn't. <laughs> and it was when I was like going through, I was like trying to get ready to rebind the keys, and then it was around the time that I realized that they had melee keybinded to V, and I was like, I'll just pick up the controller and use that again. <laughs> I'm playing on controller, it's a little weird. But. Um, yeah, the keybinds. Also, oh, F was your your use key. And yeah, I kept wanting to hit E. Yeah, I'm um, I'm completely E. I F doesn't make any sense to me. F is flashlight. Yeah, I know. It's, as as I know. and I never use F for anything in any other games. It's always E. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So yeah, that was that was fucked. So yeah, I had to change all these damn keybinds and stuff. Like, dude, I had my because I I put my melee on my mouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like. Um, I had, let's see, left click, fire, middle click, pl- uh, plasmid or vigor, um, and right click, um, uh, aim. Yeah. You know, um, to be fair though, I did not aim that much. Uh, I used the reticle and mm-hmm. just fire off shit. Uh, but then I've got, I've got two thumb buttons and, uh, one's, uh, one is always reload and the other one is melee. Mm. You know, so I don't have, so I can constantly, I can move in melee at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, oh, actually for this game, I bound the, um, the reload one cause I'd never fucking reload. Um, and well, you don't have to, you, the magazines are so big. Yeah. Um, you just shoot, 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 shoot. Um, you, I bound it to the, uh. Um, use, you know, so like I just run or run around, just smacking that button, picking up everything out of, uh, you know, out of everything, which is actually can be a problem for you because in infinite there, you can eat items that will give you health and take away you know, plus health and minus salt and plus yeah. salt and minus health. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's called salt and, uh, infinite. yeah, it's, it's salt and, uh, infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um oh the money in that game is a fucking problem dude mm-hmm. the um like you just don't get enough money in that game mm-hmm. or or shit is too expensive you you pick <laughs> you know <laughs> um cuz like okay to to get the aid thing for uh for the the fire it's like 1200 gold yeah. Or s- silver. What were they? Silver. Some kind of silver bird thing. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Or um, they were like twelve hundred coins. And um, like you're not gonna get fucking twelve hundred coins by the time you know by the time they throw that first vending machine at you, dude. I think I had like two hundred coins. <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Well, fuck this! I gotta find a whole thousand coins." 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you you definitely don't get the upgrades until late game. That, that when they're basically spamming money at you. Yeah. Did you uh, did you ever use the possession vigor on the uh, machines? It wasn't worth it to do. Really? Yeah. You would get you would get like ten coins out of it, mm-hmm. and, and then you would be missing so much salt. Because you could only use that thing like four times, and you were completely depleted on yeah. salt. Yeah, um, I, I used it on uh, quite a few of them. One I never seemed to have that much of a problem, but that was. I, that I mean, you definitely didn't have a problem getting salt back in that game. Yeah. Like especially if you were in a fight and completely depleted, mm-hmm. old, good old Elizabeth would be like, "Hey, here's some salt," and yeah. fill you up completely. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was actually that was a really good uh, gameplay uh, mechanic. Um, actually, like everything about Elizabeth was really well done in that game. Um, <laughs> Especially, dude. Is no, oh yeah, that's another thing too. I gotta, uh, I gotta preface a little bit, dude. I fell in love with Elizabeth. I think that was the point. I think you were supposed to like, and... like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> okay, not that, not not enough to get gross, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. I fell in love with Elizabeth, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Even like her, uh, it was so funny because like you'd have her uh, lockpick something, you know, and if you caught her, I, it's a little bit of a game glitch. Like if you caught her like while she was doing something else, mm-hmm. she would look around. It, it was so funny because like she actually clued you into things that were around that you missed. Yeah, yeah. Like she would uh, like find something and be like, huh. So you, you really learned to pay attention to her. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, you know, because you just be walking along, and all, all of a sudden you'll hear "huh," and you'll turn around, and she'll be standing next to something that you could pick up, you know, and use, or 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 even just call out, "Hey, hey, Booker, there's a lock pick over here," yeah, which is something yeah. that you definitely need, you know, um, is the lock picks, you know. So you know, she was, she wasn't an, she wasn't annoying. Uh, yeah, like I thought she was going to be psycho annoying, but yeah. no, she wasn't. Um, oh, but anyway, if you caught her like doing something else, okay, like she was in the middle of one activity, mm. okay, and then asked her to do the lockpick, she would do, <laughs> she would glitch out and do this little like half half like bouncy little walk to the thing, you know, like she's like, she'd be like do, 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 up to it, you know, and I, th- <laughs> I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but you ask her to pick so many locks, dude. Yeah. Um, but, oh, and along those lines, whenever you find a safe to pick, uh, just skip that shit. Takes mm. three fucking lock picks and you only get like 200 coins out of it. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's like three quarters of an upgrade uh, for a gun upgrade, which are cheaper than the plasmid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not even going to help you. Um, you know, and uh, I, oh yeah, I've got this whole little sequence here uh, written out. Like finding, like, because finding the lockpicks early on is annoying because you have to search like every fucking where, and they're small. Yeah. You know, and kind of hard to see. But they do shine like everything does, you know. So you, if you just stop and look at an area and wait for the shiny things to show up, you know. Um, that's good. That's a good way to play. I like that. Stop and look at an area and wait for the shiny things to show up. Well. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong by any I stretch mean, of the imagination. 
I just uh, like the way that you looked at it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah, that's if you okay, like logic will tell you that when you're in an area, you know, that has things for you to unlock, that there's going to be a lockpick somewhere. Yeah. So like you you either run around and smack the smack the use button a million times until you find the damn thing, or you try and use logic to figure out where it's at. And by doing that, you can get to an area where you can see a good amount of space and wait to see what shines. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um and it only takes a second, so um but anyway. Uh, for the, the lockpicks are really annoying early on. After a while, the game spams them at you. Um, like, you'll find, like, packs of, like, five lockpicks, you know. Um, but, <laughs> but seriously, though, you, you should be able to find a lockpick almost anywhere in a universe that has ammo and fucking trash cans. Okay? Um, but then the damn code books that you only find two code books. Mm. Okay. Um, they basically take you by the hand and lead you right to the fucking thing. You know, when they could have had you looking around for that code book instead of the single lock pick you needed. Yeah. You know, I, it, I thought that was really weird, dude. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. And the, dude, the ammo, seriously, dude, you would find like, one and two ammo for a gun at a time sometimes, dude. It's like, seriously, this is this is dumb. This is worthless. Yeah. What the fuck well, am I going to do with this? But I guess the whole idea is that you can loot almost anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, there, there's so many, there's so much things to run around, you know, to run around, or so much things, because I can words. <laughs> uh, so many things. So much things. So much things to run around and see if you get the money and the ammo and the weapons out of. You know, you just go ahead and leave that in. Just leave that in. I'm not. I plan on believing. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they actually uh, they did a really uh, they did a really good job with uh, with Elizabeth, like we were talking about. Um, You know, and and put getting her out of the way whenever. Things are happening, making it so that you don't, so that you just, uh, you don't clip, yeah, uh, onto her because, dude, she stays behind you the whole time, and if you were fighting and you clipped on, and you would clip onto her, then she would position herself Mm -hmm. directly behind you, and then you couldn't move (laughs) when you needed to. Yeah, I I can see her getting you killed quite a few times. So, so no, you didn't clip on her. Um, she was absolutely no detriment to your. Uh, no, not at all. No, she was a one hundred percent benefit, and yeah. I've never played a game where you're leading people, where you're you know either following or leading somebody around in the game, mm-hmm. and they weren't annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was quite refreshing. Plus, go ahead and keep that gun that you that you really like. You know that um, you know for me it was the carbine. That carving was amazing, dude. Like I just unload on people with that thing, dude. Plus, you can get headshots with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, go ahead and keep that carbine that you like, even though the enemies aren't dropping them, because good old Elizabeth will find one <laughs> right in the middle of battle when you run out of fucking. <laughs> and you got to rely on that too, man. Like, 
um, sometimes because uh, she would, dude, she tossed you so much fucking ammo and shit yeah. and health. She didn't toss you health a whole lot though, but mm-hmm. uh, but salts. Like I, I would run my salts out, dude. Not even worry about it, and be like, "Yeah, she's gonna find some." Sure enough, <laughs> fuck her salts. Hit the button. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was good times. Yeah, yeah. I like Elizabeth was probably one of my favorite parts of that game. Uh, just her character alone was well written and well executed. Uh, then, you know, the simple fact that like if you if you think about it, the game is is kind of a a, a giant escort mission. Uh, yeah. and it doesn't feel like an escort mission, like at all. You know, like we were saying, that she's not a detriment whatsoever to the battle. She is a, a complete benefit. Uh, you know, including her terror abilities that uh, you get like kind of midway through the game and on, um, where she's bringing in, you know, different. Uh, what's the word looking for? Just different things into the battlefield that kind of help you out. You know, she'll she'll bring in like a patriot, uh, or she'll bring in health packs, or she'll bring in, um, you know, ammo and everything like that. Like, uh, or like, what are the things that you like hook onto for the skyline? But you just kind of say, oh yeah, those gra- those those hooks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she like she really added a whole another element to that game. Yeah. Um, and it was it was kind of like you know I, I think I, I said it a little bit earlier, but that was that was one thing I really liked about the combat was I felt like the combat was really versatile, and then on top of that, like you had the added benefit of Elizabeth kind of there to help you out. So yeah, uh, well, and especially since uh, I'm you know like parts of that game would have been impossible without her, you right. know, because there yeah. was. Some things you had to warp in like the those some those hooks to jump over gates and shit like that and oh yeah what the fuck was up with that though like their ability to jump like crazy far <laughs> it's a video game man I don't know oh, the, shut up the skyline thing's magnetic who knows ah, come on you realize you're playing a game where you're fucking in a city that's floating in the sky like now you're gonna wonder why they're fucking jumping really high it's why the fuck can't you make him jump that high. But he could jump like, tw- like three hundred feet and hook on the fucking skyline thing, you know? Because um, why not? Yeah, right. Because why not? Um. Well, I don't know. It's like a special move, right? But now the um the it felt pretty awesome though. Yeah, it was pretty cool, dude. Those skylines were great, dude. Oh, I hooked it on that shit, and I just held W, yeah, man, just like yeah. full throttle, go. Yeah. <laughs> no skyline, like I forgot about the skylines, and so I was playing a uh, burial at sea, and just jumping on it again for the first time, and like remembering that you can do the uh, the airstrike and everything. Yeah, jump like, on it. Oh shit. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I had the boots that made them burn too. <laughs> like you jump on them and set them on fire. You didn't even have to do anything. Yeah. You melee them once, they're dead. That's right. I forgot about like the clothing in uh, Infinite mm-hmm. and how it added different attributes uh, to you know to your your combat and everything like that. That's the thing. Like there was just so much going on in Infinite uh, that oh yeah wasn't going Good on thing. in the original Bioshock. Like it's just there's a lot of depth there that you didn't really see to the gameplay because the story. You know, was kind of so big in its own uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. I mean, it was 
they changed the game a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that was what I wanted to say. Like I had those um, one of the clothing things that would give you a chance to regain health on melee strike. Yeah, dude, so many times. I was down on health, dude, and I was like, "Well, got nothing left to do except melee. Run right up to the to the boss or whatever the hell it was, dude, and just melee like fucking mad, dude, gaining health." Nice, nice. <laughs> and then he beats the shit out of you, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. But it still did it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, um, that that was quite nice. Um, um there uh, there were a couple sequences though that I thought were absolute shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those. Um, the bank vault with that ghost That's at the movie. end. The 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 mother or whatever. Yeah, with with her mom's ghost. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Um, and she kept spawning enemies. Mm. Yeah, infinitely. yeah. Dude, that was <laughs> bullshit. That was pretty rough. That was uh, rough. I died like three or four times during that. Man, is mm. fucking crap, dude. Um, and then the and then the end when you're on the ship. Yeah. Um, I, I died, I think I, I actually, I think I only died like four times during that sequence and then I finally got it, but I remember messaging you and I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I was ready to fucking put the game down and just be like, fuck it. I'm done. This crap. You know? <laughs> um, but I could, I couldn't do that to Elizabeth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to see it through. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I remember. So they kind of went the opposite direction of uh, Bioshock One, and you know, Bioshock One had like an actual boss battle uh, that you did, and this one was just kind of like this last big stand on the uh, the airship that was mm-hmm. just kind of like throwing every enemy they had at you. It was a horde mode essentially. Well, and and not only that, mm-hmm. did, did you catch? It was the Vox, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. You the were Vox the Bomber. hero of the Vox, and then at the end they were attacking you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, um, fuck. I was. I damn it. Totally I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I, it's my fault. I would have forgotten it anyway. But <laughs> um, um, shit. Uh, we were talking about the air raid. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, so those, uh, yeah, you, you said those were your two least favorite parts or, like, you know, the parts that you found the hardest. What about uh, on uh, your, your when you first get on the ship and everything like that, the fucking handyman? No, nah, handyman was no problem. Really? That yep. dude destroyed the shit out of that motherfucker. So I mean, he was right on top of you the whole time. I fucking but, hated that guy. Um, You fucking... Uh, shoot his ass in the heart, dude. Yeah. He doesn't take a whole lot of damage. <sighs> God, I, I don't. Maybe it was I just couldn't hit the heart, or what, or like he was. I, I don't know. Like there, there's only like a like two or three times you actually encounter a handyman. Um, and or maybe it's like four or five times. I don't know. It's like a handful of times, and it's not. No, I think it's three. Is it three? Yeah. yeah it's it's not that bad. But specifically that last one, like I, I guess it was maybe because of like the confined space that I was in in that airship or whatever. But drove me nuts, man. I was having the hardest time getting past it. Or maybe it was just like the time that I was playing, or like my mood at the time. Like I just wasn't in the right zone. Mm. Fuck. Like I, that almost killed it for me, you know. But I powered through it and we made it. But well, but you know what though? I mean, were you shock jockeying him? 
Um, yeah, I I wish I could remember, but I don't know. See, that's sure. the thing. It didn't. I probably was because it, it didn't. It, it stunned him a little bit. It didn't really stun him like it did the other enemies. Mm-hmm. Like the other enemies, dude. Seriously, you get that shock jockey um leveled up dude that thing would stun them for like no shit three seconds yeah yeah yeah. you know like uh like they would just stand there and be stunned and you're just like bam Mm -hmm. swing it over take your time bam swing it over take your time always up again shock jockey (laughs) you know like um but it didn't it didn't bring him down like that but it definitely slowed him down and it caused him to like put his hands up leaving his heart exposed yeah just unload on that fucking thing. Um, plus, you can get the um, you can get clothes that helped you that upped your damage when you aim. Yeah, uh, I did that as well. So you know, shock him, aim, heart. Uh, he doesn't take a whole lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that being said, I did not upgrade my weapons most of the time. Mm-hmm. I was too worried about getting vigor upgrades than upgrading the actual weapons. So I played that game with with low powered weapons. That's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah. That fucking nuts. Yeah. I should go uh, I'm pr- I'm going to play it again um you know to pick up all uh, to pick up all the shit that I missed cuz mm-hmm. you know you miss stuff. Oh yeah. And um but yeah, I'm definitely going to play it all again. Um and uh I'm going to upgrade my weapons and I'm not going to worry about upgrading the plasmid so much or vigor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm calling it whatever the hell I call it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Uh, same thing. Well, uh, it is the same thing or it's not the same thing. <laughs> well, so I want to go ahead and uh, let's touch on the story uh, Const- real quick. Constants and variables. Yes. Constants <laughs> and variables. Um,. What are your thoughts on uh, the story of, uh, of Infinite, uh, specifically, you know, the ending and, and how it ties uh, everything together in the Bioshock universe? I, I, it went over... Oh, shit. Before what? we got into this, I wanted to ask you a question. Was it the heads and tails? No, it wasn't the heads and tails. Okay. Um, oh... Damn it. This is what I get for not writing things down. Nope, not coming. All right. Uh, so the ending, uh, to be honest with you, at first, mm-hmm. went completely over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because I was waiting for another twisty kind of thing or whatever. Um, and I di- it didn't put it together... You know, like, uh, that you are in some universes, or, you know, in, yeah, in some universes, you're Comstock, mm-hmm. and in other universes, you're Booker. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's a choice that he makes right there in that river with yeah, getting yeah. baptized as to whether or not he, st- you know, he's Booker or Comstock. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't put that together until later. I, actually, I didn't put that together until after I had slept and I woke up, going, "Holy shit!" You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because uh, sometimes that happens. You know, like I'm. I'm too uh, too engrossed in looking, looking elsewhere, 
uh, that I don't see what's right in front of my face, you know? Mm. Also, there's one thing. Did you notice uh, at the end of that 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 wasn't your Elizabeth that that dunked you under? I hadn't noticed. Really? You know, you know how I know that? How? At the beginning of the game or after you free Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you're given a choice from the twins to yeah. pick to pick a uh, uh, a brooch. Yeah, isn't it? You get the like cage the, or the, the bird. Cage. Yeah. And I chose the bird, mm-hmm. but in that last in, in that last scene when the Elizabeths are drowning you, she's not wearing it. Mm. It's not your Elizabeth, dude. Um, and actually, she switches from the cage to the bird. Really? Yeah, during that lighthouse sequence. Hmm. It's very interesting. Um, so it's like you're... It's like... Because, you know, did you notice that when you would go through the lighthouse door and then Elizabeth would be right there waiting for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I'm pretty sure that was not just the game putting her in front of you again. Right. I'm pretty sure that was your opening the door and the Elizabeth that took you to that door didn't follow you. Yeah, that could very well be. You know, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, because, like, the omnipotent Elizabeth would be a constant in the multiverse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So whenever you go through the door, you just meet up with another omnipotent Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and she's not actually going through the doors. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking, the, 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 the <laughs> deeper you go down this rabbit hole, man, I'm telling you. That's, that's actually that's one of my favorite things about uh, the storyline in, in Infinite is specifically... Like I have a weird fascination with parallel parallel universes, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and just the fact that the you know the ending and, and the entire storyline kind of like revolves around a lot uh, of that type of science and whatnot like is very intriguing to me. So, um, specifically though, the revelation that uh, Elizabeth is your daughter, um, like I didn't see that coming at all. Right, um, and then the fact that Comstock, uh, you know, or you, you know, had had crossed over into uh, the other universe to get her, uh, bring her into your universe, and everything. Um, that scene where uh, they jump through the portal, uh, the the, uh, the male Lutes, uh, is it Lutes? They had Lutes. Lutes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his first name? Is it Robert? Do you remember? Um, first names. I I think I think it's Robert, and she's got a name that starts with R, mm-hmm. uh, as well. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Robert. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like uh, him and Comstock and Baby Elizabeth, or Baby, uh, what's I think it was Anna or something, uh, was her name. Yeah. It starts with an A because he has the uh, the AD like tattoo on his hand. Is it Anna? Yeah. Uh, they jump through, and then as the portal is closing, her pinky gets stuck. Oh, oh yeah, dude, definitely. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, that was that was another that was another moment. Like I don't usually like when I'm playing when I'm playing games, dude. Like I I don't uh, I don't get that vocal. Uh, I mean, I get vocal like a shit talk in the game. Yeah, yeah. But like a game like this, I would stay silent most of the time. You know, most of the time. But there there was two specific times where I was like, oh damn, mm-hmm. you know, and like 
do, you know, just like, oh, you know, kind of thing. Um, and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you find out about her pinky. Yep. You know, and yeah, man, that's, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Dude, that was, honestly, that was a very, really powerful moment for me. And I don't know why, but it, like, it's still, like, it kind of gets me all, like, jerk, you know, like, tears up and everything. I'm like, oh, God. Because you're a daddy. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's what it does. Like, it hits me really hard, but it's, yeah. like, I don't well, know. And you're a daddy of daughters, yeah, too. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it's a well-constructed scene in that, mm-hmm. um, oh, God, I'm just, like, I'm trying to remember everything else. Like, that's, honestly, it's my favorite part of the entire game is once you figure out that twist of the parallel universes and, and kind of the reason why it's called Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, super neat, you know, and uh, I don't know how much you like really paid attention to the stuff that was kind of going on, going on in the world around, around you as you're, you know, going through um, Columbia, but specifically like uh, the guy who, wrote music like he was like the big musician in Columbia I forget his name um if you notice like a lot of the a lot of the songs that he is writing he's opening up tears into the future and getting the music from the future and then rewriting it for his time period uh specifically you know they do that uh the one song God only knows I'm trying to remember who did the original version of it it's slipping my mind right now um there's God only knows, and then uh, God damn it, what's the other one? It's like a Vietnam song. Uh, Fortunate Son, um, the song Fortunate Son. You'll hear uh, at one point there's uh, somebody kneeling over like uh, a dead friend, um, and like she's saying a prayer, and then she starts like singing Fortunate Son, but in like a, a like choir type. Um, version of it you know and if you look around for the vox recorders you find out that uh they are like he is opening up portals or tears in the the universe into the future he's hearing those songs recording them and then rewriting them to fit more of the sensibility and style of you know 1912 or whenever it is that you're in columbia did you catch any of that uh yeah I did and you're specifically talking about the lady that was sitting on the um those that was sitting on the the platform where they had the two guys with their head through the thing in their hands was that a torture device uh, where she was singing fortunate son in like a like a soulful kind of way yeah was that what Um, we were sitting in there I felt I felt like she was like sitting over a dead body that might have been it though I don't remember no, no, there, there, there were no dead bodies in that scene. Um, but yeah, I, d- yeah, I definitely picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't think anything of it though. I, I must have not have found that Vox recorder. Yeah, and that's 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 like one of the great things and one of the sucky things about like the the Vox recorder, the voice recorder, uh, gameplay mechanic, is that like if you diligently search, like you find out a lot of really really neat tidbits. Uh, about the world, but if you like, if you miss it, like you miss that, you, you know, miss it, yeah, you miss it. yeah, you just completely miss it, uh, and it sucks, you know, because those that's yeah. like really interesting shit. Uh, yeah. But that's kind of half the fun of finding them is like finding that stuff out. 
Um, another interesting one is uh, they're talking about Songbird, the the creature thing that um, you know protects Elizabeth. Right. And in uh, one of the Vox recordings, uh, they have uh, the guy detailing where he got the idea uh, for the technology that he used for uh, the Songbird, and specifically, he opened up a tear and saw a city underwater, um, and he got a lot of the ideas from the technology from the Big Daddies. Oh, so that's kind of yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's really killing me. That shit I, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go on the fucking wiki and I'm <laughs> listening to all of them. Um, so yeah, the uh, oh, there's one thing that I that I've got to interject, and I I I tried to make this as uh, as streamlined as possible, but I, my brain is still scattered. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's one thing that that bothered me that bothered me really bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and there was dude the i don't know how this is going to sound but the, it might sound really weird it is. but there was um a, a huge element of racism in colombia oh yeah and um there was one part where you're walking through the little arcade thing, mm-hmm. and this guy, you know, he says, he, you know, he just goes, "Excuse me, sir," and it, it's just one of those things. It's loud enough to make you stop, mm-hmm. you know, and like you stop and you look over at him, and he's like, "I'd like to offer you a beverage," and he's holding this tray. I'm, I'm trying to do this. Put on <laughs> camera. He's holding this tray like this, you know, and he just keeps looking down like at the floor he can't make eye contact with you because he's black yeah and dude seriously like i stood there i took the drink he drank it booker told him thank you the guy didn't say anything to him and i i i, I stood there and i looked at him and in irl dude i was like man dude i am so sorry you know seriously dude there you know that's there there's one there's one thing about me that um I I hate I hate racism, dude. Uh, I hate it really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make a lot of jokes. I think it's uh, I I kind of think that's more of a way of like dealing with dealing with it when I see it. Mm-hmm. But I I I hate it. I hate it really bad. And then like to be like surrounded in a little in an environment like that and everything, dude. Like it it just it it hit it, that that actually hit me hard, man. I was like. Mm-hmm. Man, we're some shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, a- anyway, that uh, I had to I had to interject there because that that act, that's they, these are the things that I do in games, man. It's like, <laughs> um, but I think that was there. I think that was there for that purpose. Yeah. You no. Know? I, uh, I think that was there for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, to make you to to kind of make you kind of make you feel that you know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Yeah, and Not and cool and kind of you know, kind of shitty. <laughs> I you know you uh, that's kind of what starts the entire uh, all the events of of Infinite is you get to that lottery thing or whatever, and uh, the whole joke is you're throwing it, you're throwing a ball at the interracial couple and whatnot, and everyone's booing them. Um, yeah, there's yeah. A lot did of you throw the ball? No, of course not. Uh, either way, though, they still grab your hand. 
Right, but I threw. I chose to throw it at the announcer. Oh, really? oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I yeah. Uh, you can you could choose to throw it at the announcer, or you could choose to throw it at the couple. Also, later on, you do get you get a piece of gear from that couple. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm uh, sure you, you wouldn't have gotten that if you threw it at them. Yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't have. Um, so. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it deals with a lot of uh, racism and whatnot, and I think a lot of that uh, comes through with uh, what's her face, Daisy Fitzgerald, or what's yeah. her name? Is it Fitzgerald? Fitzroy. 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 Um, you know, the leader of the Vox Popula. You know, is uh, a black woman. So. Oh, and that that yeah, and that was an, that was another uh, part that made me that made me gasp. Uh, you know, like like get audible. You know, was when uh, Elizabeth stabbed her <laughs> with the scissors, dude. I was like, ah! Oh, poor Elizabeth. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Man, that game was great, dude. It oh, really was. And the more I talk about it, the more I just, like, I want to kind of play it again. Because it was that good, you know? We should, dude, we should we should play it together. <laughs> and just switch right. off the controls, dude. All right, sure. Well, fuck it, we'll do a video of it or something. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, so I do want to kind of wrap this up, though. We're starting to run uh, a little long. Do you have any other closing thoughts yeah, on uh, reminiscing too much? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just I'll go ahead and uh, you know I'll go ahead and close it off with my little with my little uh, my little tidbit here. I put um, all in all, I really enjoyed the game, and I'll probably play it through again to get all the all the things I missed. Um, I'm really looking forward to the next installment of the series if they keep making them. Mm-hmm. So far, 2K Games is batting a thousand. <laughs> yeah, that was an accident, oh, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, like, where would you like to see the series go? Um, a little information first: uh, Irrational Games, the guys who uh, you know develop it and whatnot, have essentially shut down. Um, Ken Levine, the guy, the the main guy, took like. I think it was like six developers or something, um, stayed with 2K. They're going to form a smaller studio, do smaller projects uh, and everything like that. Um, and 2K still plans on doing more Bioshock games, but it won't be from the original developers. Uh, with that in mind, I mean, where would you like to see the series go from here? Actually, in that light, I would like, to, I would like them to stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it seems like whenever things like that happen, they really start to go to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if they never made another Bioshock game, um, I, I, I kind of think it would be a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended on a high note kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, you know, because yeah, Infinite was so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, the greedy part of me wants more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, where what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know they've got they they set up all these, you know uh, maybe a, I mean you can't really have a sequel to Columbia mm-hmm. because it's not there. They didn't end in Columbia. They ended in Rapture. Yeah. So I mean you could continue with the multiverse kind of thing. Maybe play as Elizabeth or something. But eh, I I kind of think it would end up being kind of weak. Um. You know, because I mean, they, they, they killed. They killed off the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, so, well, I mean, but they, I, they killed off the problem of that universe. Well, of that particular universe. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, because if, if I recall correctly, she even says that it, there's always a man, there's always uh, a city, and there's always a lighthouse. You know, right. um, specifically the first uh, first Bioshock. There's Andrew Ryan. There's Rapture and the Lighthouse that right. takes the Rapture. You know, and then Comstock, Columbia, the Lighthouse. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, in, in a roundabout sense, like you could theoretically have infinite (pun intended or unintended, yeah. what have you) uh, possibilities of what you could do at the same time. I don't know. I don't personally know what you could do to make it more interesting, you know. Um, and that was something that I got when I first started playing Burial at Sea. Was it was really really neat. Sorry, take it, take it easy with the spoilers. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, it was really really neat to go back to Rapture and see it as a living breathing city. Um, but after being in it and once, once you kind of get to the combat area and whatnot, it's, you have this weird feeling of it's 2014 and I'm still in Rapture, you know, like I, I really love Rapture and I love the story that was told and everything about it, but it's been seven years and I'm still here. Right. You know, um, and that was one of the really neat things about Infinite was, you know, you had the same feelings of, like, you know, like, everything felt familiar, but it was all different. Uh, right. You know, and but I feel... It was a completely different setting. Yeah. You know, so... Um, at the same time, I'd like... How do you how do you catch that lightning in a bottle twice? It's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, like just if you don't have if you don't have the 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 original you know the development crews mm-hmm. working on the project and everything, and it's gonna change just because different people are doing it now. Just mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Go make a, go make something else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Seriously. Um. I mean, this is three games. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and and to continue on with the way they've been going, first one good, second one meh, third one good, Mm -hmm. fourth one meh. So the next one is probably going to be meh. You know, so um, at you know at best, you know, I mean, maybe I don't know. They might be able to pull it off. Who knows? I'm not creative enough to think of this shit. Yeah, (laughs) you know. So that's why I'm a fucking writer, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be. I just don't. I don't think I'm very good at it at all. But you know, um, I believe in you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the. I mean, the. If, when you get when you get right down to it, if uh, I'm all for them not continuing it if they can't, if they can't do a good job. Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm not saying that the new development crews are bad. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say that at all. You know, they might, they might be good. They might be better, mm-hmm. you know, but, well, uh, but it, it's, I it's, don't want them to fuck up my game that I love well, so it's much. A, it's a similar, it's a, it's a, you're in a similar situation as Bioshock too. You know, you're, you're developing a sequel to like this phenomenon and like, how do you top it? You know, yeah, exactly. And it's, and that's a, that's a lot of pressure to be on, and you know, it's it's not something that you can easily just 
you know, put out and it'd be great. I mean, you can put it out, it can be competent, it can be good, um, but you'll be looked at as the lesser, the lesser of, uh, of, of two thirds, you know? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like, ugh. You'll be that, that one that, that one that tried to be Bioshock. Right. You know? right. So, um, so yeah. Any other thoughts on the series? Oh, well, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty much everything I had, you know, heads or tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, my answer to your question there, uh, you asked, why is it always heads? And I think that was, uh, you know, their constant and constants and variables talk is that yeah. that's, that's a constant. Uh, every No matter how many times they bring Booker into Columbia, uh, anytime that they have him flip a coin, it's going to be heads. Huh. Uh, that one is not a variable. It is constantly heads. In every universe, he will always flip heads. And that was the fear that they were trying to to prove when they had him flip the coin. Yeah. So, but that's my theory on it. Or that was eh, my takeaway on it. Eh. Yeah. We all know coin toss, uh, coin tosses, or coin flips aren't random. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Um, but eh, that's a whole nother mm. that's, that's um, rabbit hole. But. Yeah. I do want to say uh, for anybody who might be already angrily typing comments or uh, anything of that sort, uh, neither Kyle nor myself uh, played Minerva's Den, which is the DLC for Bioshock 2. Uh, I know it's considered probably the best part of Bioshock 2. Um, one day I hope to eventually play that, um, but I w- yeah, if we didn't touch it, I haven't bought it, anything like that. Mm. Um, so, just tidbit. I know it's good. I just never got around to it. Hmm. I'm one to do. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't even know there was that. Mm-hmm. Actually, because uh, my copies don't have uh, aren't on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you'd be kind of fucked then, because I'd have to buy it again. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'll wait for a franchise pack. Buy it anyway. Fuck it. Oh yeah, they do that shit all the time. Yep. Um. Fun tidbit, uh, the guys who developed or who made Gone Home, uh, that was the core team that did Minerva's Den. Mm, so, uh, you can kind of see where the where the talent was on that and everything. So, um, I guess my last question for you, Kyle, is would you call Bioshock a defining series of the last generation? Call Bioshock the defining series of... A, not necessarily yeah, the yeah. defining... Uh, series, would you call it a defining series of the last generation? Like, when you think back to the, uh, you know, Xbox 360 slash PS3 era of gaming, is Bioshock, like, is that, like, a pillar in, uh, you know, that generation? Well, when you say Xbox to me, I think Halo. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I'm just I'm just saying like that generation. I'm not saying like for Xbox or for PlayStation. I mean, because you're a PC um, guy, so. But I mean, you understand like kind of how generations move and everything like that. So. Um. Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, really? I don't think is that that. I, I it doesn't stand out that much. Really. I don't think. We just had this uh, entire episode on this. We've waxed intellectual and like gushed over everything. Dude, really? Hey, don't get me wrong. I love the series, but um, there, there's... I don't think it's really gotten as much... Um, I don't think a lot of people have, have actually played this game. 
honestly. Like, maybe it's just the people that that I talk to about games, uh, you know, and maybe I need to get some new new people. I mean, it's the people I work with, you know, but, like, you know, a lot of times. But I, I haven't really run into people that rave about this game. Really? Yeah. That's just nuts. Like know. my, uh, you know, well, I mean, I've talked about my boss in the past, and we all know how that goes. But he, he, uh, he's like just he's meh about the game, and I think he doesn't like it, but he's he won't admit that he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will say this: it, it, it definitely is. It, it definitely opened up doors for. FPS is to 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 have a story to tell a story as opposed to just being a mindless FPS mm-hmm. because um, I do believe before you know before this series if you played an FPS game there wasn't there wasn't story there mm-hmm. you know it was just run around shoot enemies hit the end we're done mm-hmm. you know collect your key cards whatever the fuck you know. Um, I don't. Maybe I don't. Um. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Uh. Maybe we're thinking two different things for that question. But, um. Yeah. Like, I w- I was actually surprised because Aaron was telling me about uh about Bioshock Infinite, and I was really surprised that he had played the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly. Um. So. Well, how about how about this? In in your personal opinion, um, I mean, could you could you put it up there with the likes of like Half Life? In terms oh, fuck of, yeah, of, absolutely. Of playing and storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I suppose I suppose I suppose in that in that respect, the answer to your question is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's, think about it. That like was that. just a really long way to yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, no, it's just I don't. Uh, honestly, I I haven't uh, I haven't encountered a lot of people that have mm. played any Bioshock. Mm. I, um, you know, that and, being said, I have five friends, yeah. <laughs> five, five friends on Steam right now. You know, um, actually, I have seven friends on Steam, mm. uh, but five of them have Bioshock Infinite. Mm. So. Um, I I can see where you're coming from, and I'm not saying you're wrong at all because I would I would almost agree with you. Uh, but oh no! If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No, no, <laughs> it's just no. it's just a sampling of people that I have. Yeah. You know? Um. But well, and I kind of live in like a weird bubble where most of the stuff that I that I read and look at and and whatnot is video game related. So and it's from people who are constantly, you know, into the same thing. So like everybody I talk to, you know, well I shouldn't say everybody I talk to. And everybody who I would talk to online like knows about Bioshock, but. Um, today I was, you know, speaking to some coworkers and whatnot, talking about the show tonight, and saying I was going to talk about Bioshock, and it, like these aren't necessarily people who I would assume have played Bioshock, but immediately they're like, oh yeah, man, Bioshock, dude, I had a great time with that, and then you know we're like discussing levels and 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 you know plasma plasmids and and everything like that, just and like I was a little taken, like I was taken aback, I was like, oh shit, like. These people, you know, like these guys like Bioshock, you know, and these these are the guys who just play fucking Call of Duty all the time, you know. So like, yeah. uh, it can be surprising, you know, because 
it's not your typical first-person shooter. It's not something that like just anybody can like pick up and play um, and and have the attention span to like really want to finish it and enjoy it. So I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, yeah. It's definitely a detailed game. Yeah, it's very detailed. Um, you know, but I think that's one of its strengths. Really, is just yeah. you know if you're if you're willing to make that investment. Um, and, and for any of these games, two included, no matter how weak it may be compared to the other two, um, you know, it, it has, it has that, it has style in, in, in spades. It's great. You know, they're all well made, well written, well produced games. And I, I honestly think, you know, when we get two, three generations out from, you know, last gen, I, I think people are still going to look back on Bioshock and, you know, talk about its innovations and how it changed a lot of uh, storytelling uh, in, in games and, and, you know, some gameplay. So, yeah. that's my two cents. Um, anything else, Kyle, you've got? That's it. We even talked about the heads or tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're stopping short to short of uh, two hours. Um, hope uh, you, what? Yeah, we gushed over that game a lot. Yeah, <laughs> good times. Um, hope everyone enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, we'll be back two weeks from now. I'm not sure what we're talking about uh, on the next episode just yet, but we'll have something in store. Let's see, December second. We'll have something going hopefully yeah so. maybe probably not but you know <laughs> we'll we'll fly by the seat of our pants just like we do every night well i'll say this you'll definitely maybe be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> with, with that i'm gonna bid everyone to do <laughs> have a good night Hands with the walls come tumbling down. <laughs>